The J. Doherty Podcast, episode number 10, recorded Friday, February 2nd, 2018. Hello everyone and welcome to the J Doherty podcast. That is intro music. I want to let I want you guys to let me know if you like that intro music. I made it myself in GarageBand. I know, but it, I think it's okay. I think it's good. There's no really fade outs. However, another thing that I wanted to start doing on the uh, podcast and this is something that I really want uh, everyone to leave feedback as well, you can go to j-story.com slash feedback, or just leave a review uh, on iTunes, or leave a comment on our website, j-story.com slash jdpodcast. You can let me know if you want me to play that music every single time for the intro, and maybe change it, you know, down the road a little bit, or play different music and expose you to some of my favorite songs and favorite pieces of music for every single episode of the podcast, all of which are extremely easy to do, all of which I'm very happy to do. It's all whatever you guys, the listeners, want. Um, so, for example, and the, before we get into the content of this po- this uh, particular episode, I want to go over what exactly I'm talking about. So, I just played that uh, audio clip of the song, the kind of intro song that I made. However, if you wanted me to play something, you know, a little bit uh, more mainstream with, you know, actual songs, uh, all of which are no copyright, so, you know, I don't have to worry about that. But all of which uh, I could easily play. So, if you wanted me to, you know, say play, I mean, pretty much any song that doesn't have a copyright on it, I could do. So, like, please let me know. I really appreciate your feedback. You can even email me at j at j-dorty.com. You can email me there and let me know or just go on our website, as I said before. Okay, now into the content of today's episode. So, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, I would say, about now, would, would it be a week ago? Yeah, it's about a week ago now, maybe a little bit more. I had the incredible opportunity to sit down with Sheila Burner Kennedy. And Sheila Burner Kennedy is the wife of Chris Kennedy, who's running for Illinois governor. And if you're a listener to this podcast that is not from Illinois... I would, I would actually keep listening. Sometimes I say, if this doesn't interest you, then stop listening. But this is good because this, this, you know, this interview and many interviews I'm going to do in the future, even if it pertains particularly to one place or one kind of niche, it really uh, impacts a lot of um, America and pretty much the whole entire world, especially in this episode and this interview. So I encourage you, even if this is not really what you're into, just keep listening uh, to see what we have in store for you. So I had, back to this interview, I had an incredible opportunity to sit down with her and ask her a few questions. And she is the founder of Top Box Foods, uh, which is a nonprofit organization that gives food to food deserts, what are called food deserts, which are places in the country, or well, particularly in Illinois, uh, that do not have access to uh, healthy and good quality foods. And she provides this service. She's the head of the company. It's a very small nonprofit organization that provides these foods for very low and inexpensive prices. And we talked about that, but we also talked about her uh, 
husband, Chris, is running for governor, and we talked a little bit about what it's like being the spouse on a campaign trail. I was very interested to hear that, uh, especially, you know, not only pertaining to uh, Chris and Sheila, but also to, you know, all of America. I'm sure it's probably interesting to see what it is to kind of be someone that's, uh, you know, walking alongside the candidate, even if it's not for governor, uh, maybe even for president, senator, whatever. I think it's pretty interesting. So without further ado, I really hope everyone enjoys the interview. It's about 12 minutes. So uh, without further ado, here you go. <laughs> Today, I had the honor of interviewing Sheila Berner Kennedy just after the Women's March here in Chicago. Sheila was born and raised in Illinois. She is one of five children born into Mr. and Mrs. Robert L. Berner of Winnetka. After graduating from Nutrier, Sheila attended Boston College and later Northwestern University Law School. While at Boston College, she met her future husband, Chris Kennedy. They married and settled here in Illinois. Sheila practiced environmental law at Sidley Austin before leaving to raise four children. Sheila served as a volunteer attorney for the Legal Assistance Foundation and was appointed by the Illinois Supreme Court in 2011 to serve on the Illinois Board of Admissions to the Bar. She is a board member of the Shriver National Center on Poverty Law, and alongside her husband, she served as a board member of the Greater Chicago Food Depository. Sheila and Chris were concerned that not everyone had access to affordable and healthy food, so they founded a community-based nonprofit called Top Box Foods in 2012. Its purpose was to offer a variety of healthy boxes of food at affordable prices in underserved communities. Sheila is the executive director of Top Box Foods. Enjoy the interview. Uh, Mrs. Kennedy, thank you so much for agreeing to sit down with me here today. Um, could you just tell our viewers your name and how you're related to Chris before we get into the question? Sure. Thanks for having me, Jay. I'm Sheila Kennedy, and um, I'm Chris's wife, and we just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary this year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So what is it like to be a spouse of an Illinois candidate for governor? Um, that's a good question. It's not boring. I would say that. You know, we're traveling all over the state. We meet incredible people, um, see interesting things. People have a lot of passion. Um, so I feel lucky to be the wife of the candidate. Um, I have a full-time job, so mm -hmm. I am still working at my job during the day. Mm -hmm. But I feel fortunate that I get to listen to Chris speak on the weekends and at night, and it makes me feel proud. So how has campaigning for Chris and with Chris um, change your family dynamic, or, and how, are your, how have your children kind of been more act, actively involved in government and politics recently? So we have four children, mm -hmm. and um, one is in college, not in the state, but three are here, and they live in Chicago. So all three, um, while they are, have other interests and jobs, um, all three of them are working on the campaign. And I think there really hasn't been much of a change mm -hmm. because they've always been hardworking, they've always been passionate, We've always been a close family. We spend a lot of time together. Um, so this is just time toward the goal of getting Chris elected. Um, but mostly I feel proud of the kids. I really do. Our son Chris is taking time off from his job um, to help manage the campaign. Um, and Kate is a graduate student, and she's spending all the time when she's not in class on the campaign. And Sarah's a teacher um, in Englewood, and she... Um, and she goes to school at night, and she does campaigning. Wow. So I'm, they're such hard workers, and I'm just so proud of them, really. So getting Chris's message out is obviously very important. Overall, why do you think Chris is the best candidate for governor? I think Chris is the best candidate for governor because he is a person 
who makes his own decisions. He's not a person who is going to be told what to do. He stands on his own two feet. Um, I think he's the best person to create change in Illinois. I think he's a person who listens to others, and then when he makes a decision, he's very decisive. Um, he's compassionate. He's a hard worker. And he's had a career that's been deep and it's given him a lot to contribute to the state of Illinois, mm -hmm. all the experiences he's had leading other people, bringing people together. Um, he'd be an excellent, excellent governor. What are a couple of distinguishing factors between Chris and his opponents that you might think that voters should or need to know? Well, I think there's a couple. Um, I think Chris is the only candidate in the race who um, is not beholden to anybody. He's the only candidate who is... Um, an independent actor. So he is not um, going to have to um, answer to anybody. He is going to make decisions that are best for the people of Illinois and not best for you know, a particular person or somebody who has power and wants to stay in power. Mm -hmm. And another thing, Chris is a man who is unbought and unbossed. And he is not beholden to Mike Madigan or anybody except the people of the state of Illinois, if given the chance. Chris has a reputation of being hardworking. Uh, he rolls his sleeves up. He gets the job done. There's no job that's too big or too small. What are your thoughts on that? Does that how does that square with you? You're right, Jay. Chris is one of the hardest workers I know. Um, his work ethic is second to none. Um, you know, Chris's career was mostly in business. For 25 years, he ran the Merchandise Mart. Um, he brought more businesses to Illinois than um, any other company in the state, 5,000 businesses while he was working there. Um, Chris also was the chairman of the Illinois Convention and Tourism Bureau. Um, so he helped with the economic uh, life of Illinois in that way. Um, Chris was the chairman of the University of Illinois um, and led that after a scandal and you know, led it to um, great success. Um, and all while having leadership roles like that, he had many others that, you know, at the time. At the same time, he's always been working toward advancing social justice. So he's worked on behalf of the homeless. He was the chairman of the board of the Greater Chicago Food Depository. I think it's a combination of all these experiences, um, leading big organizations, leading small organizations, trying to make change incrementally and in big, huge chunks. Um, all of these have required him to bring different kinds of people together and build a consensus so that they can move forward. And in the state of Illinois, that's what's missing. Yeah. Nobody now is, is making anybody come together to pass any kind of bills. I mean, it's a real roadblock there, the inability to create consensus. And I think that's what Chris excels at. All right. Is there anything in particular that you would want to tell voters that they might not already know about Chris to kind of make them want to vote for him even more? Well, they might not know that he's a great husband, and they might not know that he's a great father. In fact, he makes me a better parent. He makes all of us better in our family, and I think in his larger family, too. Um, he's someone that lives a thoughtful and intentional life, mm -hmm. and, and he's the best man I know. So as you said earlier, you have a full-time job. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, Top Box Foods? Sure. Um, 
You know, Top Box Foods is a nonprofit organization that I actually started with Chris. Um, and we started it in 2012. Um, and we started it because we thought that food deserts and the fact that there are food deserts in Chicago is appalling. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to do something about it. So we created Top Box Foods. It's a nonprofit, and we create access to fresh produce and really good meat and chicken and fish in um, areas that don't have regular grocery stores. So this is mostly on the south side and west side of Chicago, and also in Rockford and places up near Wisconsin. Um, We create access by partnering with lots of different organizations in the community, a huge network of churches and housing and schools and healthcare facilities, and they put the word out to their patients or their residents or their members or their um, you know, their people that Top Box Foods is delivered to their community, you know, where they otherwise wouldn't have the ability to get this stuff once a month. And then we, they become customers of ours. Um, since 2012, we've served 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Is there anything in specific that Top Box Foods has taught you about the campaign and about you and Chris that might be valuable to Illinois right now? I mean, I think just the fact that we created a social business, a nonprofit social business, as a solution to one of society's problems um, translates well to governing a state. Um, So I think just the process of what we're doing with Top Box is something that um, would translate well into governing. Um, But I think I've learned that oftentimes people who are getting their food in a food pantry or who need to stretch their dollars. I found through a life of working in social justice, you know, I was a lawyer um, and I practiced poverty law at the Legal Assistance Foundation. And I do a lot of work with um, law and policy organizations that promote social justice. And what I've learned over the years is that people find themselves in a position of needing help when one catastrophe happens, when one child gets sick and they might have to stay home and they lose their job or or, you know, somebody dies and then they have to stay home or when uh, transportation doesn't work anymore for them and they are late to work and they lose their job. And for many people, it's circumstances that really, you can be a hard worker, you can be, um, you can be wanting a better life and really pursuing a better life and it could just be one thing that prevents you from doing it and needing extra assistance. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think our state ought to, ought to not penalize people, and we ought to help people. Right, I agree. Um, you have been supporting Chris and running along, campaigning alongside him since day one. Is there a favorite memory that you have of the campaign so far? I really like some of doing the parades. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the Gay Pride Parade mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I thought that the joy and the um, camaraderie and the support along that parade was just incredible and inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, we marched in a parade on the, in the south, in South Chicago in that neighborhood, like the 10th Ward. Um, and I really liked the diversity of that ward. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one of the most diverse wards I've yeah. seen. Um, so I liked really getting to know another community through a parade. Another thing I liked is I was at a meeting in the basement of a church and um, on the south side. And the pastor invited a 16-year-old girl up, and so she went up and she was going to sing a song. Mm-hmm. And she sang an opera version of Ave Maria. Oh, wow. And it was mm-hmm. the most beautiful, 
beautiful voice I've ever heard. And right there on the south side of Chicago in a church basement, it was incredible. It was such a beauty. Oh, wow, that's really awesome. Yeah. Mrs. Kennedy, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to sit down with me here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, there you go. That is my interview with Sheila Berner Kennedy, the president, founder, co-founder, CEO of Top Box Foods. I hope you enjoyed that interview. It was it was great. I think we covered a lot, um, not only about uh, Chris running for uh, governor, but also for about uh, Top Box Foods and what she does there. And I, in the beginning, I did mention a little bit about uh, what Top Box Foods is and you know what it does. But there's a really good commercial that I actually was researching in my show prep, and it was very detailed and kind of explained exactly the purpose of Top Box Foods, and it's audio, it's narrated, so I thought, you know, why not just share it with you here on the podcast? So here is uh, what exactly Top Box Foods uh, does, because I think it's what she was talking about in the interview and what I talked about in the beginning, it, it kind of needs this as a boost to exactly what it does. So here's the commercial audio. There's a food problem in America. Sometimes it's hunger. More often, it's about access to healthy foods. In fact, one in six people in the U.S. can't get fresh foods at a price they can afford. Some communities are swamped with nothing but poor quality fast food. And others have zero access where the closest grocery store is miles away. Top Box Foods is a nonprofit organization that wants to be sure everyone can get fresh, tasty, affordable food right in their own neighborhood. It's a simple process. Every month, people select the Top Box Foods they want. Each box is complete with proteins, veggies, and fruit. There are even specialty boxes for families or people with diabetes. Orders are packaged up and sent right to a local community center where residents pick up their top boxes. They get to bring home great food at great prices. Everyone deserves to have affordable, healthy food. Together, we can bring top box foods to every neighborhood that needs it. Top Box Foods, it's all kinds of good. So that is Top Box Foods. Uh, that was just a little commercial. If you want to see the whole entire, uh, it was actually a video too. So it was an animated commercial. It actually looks very good. You can go to j-doherty.com slash topbox to see the whole entire commercial. Uh, and if you want to see the video version of the interview I just played for you, you can go to j-doherty.com slash Sheila. That will be where the uh, video, the video version of the interview I shared with you a couple minutes ago, uh, you can find that there. Now to part two of the podcast, which is I was featured yet again, very gratefully and very, very, very luckily, in the Chicago Tribune. And if you don't live in Chicago, which I presume most of you don't, or no, maybe not most of you, because I know that there's a lot of people. Uh, in my community that listen to this podcast, but some of you might not live in Chicago, and the Chicago Tribune, it has the reputation of being probably the biggest newspaper in Chicago, um, if not the biggest, so I I would say it's one of the biggest newspapers in Chicago, um, a couple very close behind it, but anyway, I was featured in it, and it, (laughs) it was crazy, it's actually online, 
and in ink. And if you want to see the article that they wrote about me, which I'm about to read for you, uh, it is at j-doherty.com slash tribune. j-doherty.com slash tribune is where you can find it. And it's actually kind of funny because the uh, title of the article was called 13-Year-Old with a Bit of Clout scores first interview with Sheila Kennedy. And it says the 8th grader is the first person to score a campaign interview with Sheila Kennedy, the spouse of Democratic gubernatorial contender Chris Kennedy. And they talk about my interview, um, you know, references that Sheila made, things like that. And it was actually a really good article, and it really actually, it dramatically increased my website traffic. And um, many people have been signing up for my newsletter, notifications, subscribing to the channel, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes since that article went out. So it was a really great community booster for me, and it was just a great overall um opportunity for exposure to people that may be interested in the stuff that I'm talking about, which is pretty much anything that interests me, and hopefully you. Um, so that is what, that that's what happened. Uh, you can actually, I, I don't really want to read the whole article, uh, but if you do want to read the whole entire article for yourself, you can go to j-doherty.com slash tribune, uh, which I have basically copied and pasted the um, article there, but if you want to see it on the actual Tribune website, that link is over there as well. So definitely be sure to check it out over there. And finally, to conclude the podcast, I just want to give a reminder. I know I talked about this a little bit earlier, but uh, you can sign up for my newsletter. It is now weekly. A couple weeks ago, it was monthly, but now these notifications are weekly. I feel many people have signed up. I have more, like, a ridiculous amount of subscribers, and it's not like you know, crazy in the thousands or anything, but it's much more than I would have ever thought that I would actually get. So if you want to uh, get on that newsletter and join our community, get early access to podcasts, videos, and pretty much all content that I put out, you can go to j-doherty.com slash newsletter. Uh, you can unsubscribe at any time if they're no longer serving you, and uh, it's totally free. All And I also include tips and things like that if I feel like it might benefit you, so definitely please go ahead and check that out. I, I would really appreciate it if you did. And you can also go um you can go on j uh for pretty much anything for the podcast. If you're listening here on iTunes, let me know. You can leave a comment on the website because I'm trying to figure out the best platform to reach everyone uh for the podcast. But not only for the podcast, also for my YouTube channel, uh, other content and more. And also, you might hear a little bit of background music going on right now in the background. <laughs> but I, I also I want to start this new thing where I play either, maybe in the, even in the beginning if you let me know. But I also want to play uh, background music and things like that in the, well, not, not necessarily background music, but any music in the beginning, the intro uh, of any podcast that I ever do. So I'm going to be playing this music I think for the rest of the time at the end most of the music is my favorite music it is on my Spotify playlist which uh, I might I might share later on my username for Spotify I'm sure you could probably get it uh, you could probably find it if you really tried uh, but you know this is where that's where I put all of the music so if you ever want to find a particular song that I play uh, on the podcast then you can go over and check me out on Spotify I will have the link in the show notes 
uh, or maybe should I keep it a secret? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, this is the intro music that we're uh, rolling with right now, and I'm also going to credit it. And if you have any music, if you're a listener and you make music, let me know. Leave me a comment on my website. I respond to every single comment that I've gotten so far. So it would be awesome if you let me know. I'm also going to credit the artist, as I just said. So this music uh, is by Joaquim or Joaquim Kurud, and it is called Waves. So definitely be sure to check him out. I'll leave the link in the show notes as well to this song and some of my other favorite songs as well. Uh, A lot of the music I get comes from the same website, and I'll link that in the show notes as well. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Make sure to go to j-story.com to find out more about me, what I do, and everything in between. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you being here. I look forward to seeing you next week on the J Doherty Podcast. New episodes every Monday at 5 a.m.